the coronavirus may be dominating the news, but there are dozens of reasons why your vacation may have to be canceled. Today, I'm sharing tips on how to keep from losing your money along with your vacation. everyone. Thanks for joining me again here on the Traveling in Ireland podcast. Today we are tackling a more serious note, I suppose, and we're talking about how to cancel your vacation and keep your money just in case. You always need to have these facts. So we're going to dig right in because life happens. People get sick, travel companies close, and worldwide contagion breaks out and that can cause your vacation plans to fall apart. But proper planning and precautions can make canceling a vacation a bit less painful. You might end up you know, missing that trip, but with these precautions, at least you'll be able to either reschedule or plan a different one. So the first and foremost, you need to know your cancellation policies. Before you book anything, read the fine print. Many, but not all, hotels have a generous cancellation window, um, some as, as short as 24 hours. But when you're work, working with vacation rentals or Airbnb especially, you're going to find that some have no cancellation at all, or they have maybe a 30-day cancellation window or even longer. So make sure you are reading the fine print before you hit book for anything. Car rental companies usually have a very relaxed policy. You can cancel those within just a few days and get any refund of money spent. Uh, When it comes to airfare, U.S. federal law allows 24 hours from time of booking to cancel a flight if it is booked seven days before the departure date. But the thing you want to note with this is that it only applies to flights booked directly with the airline, not a third-party website. So Expedia, Travelocity, um, Kayak, any of those places that offer third-party bookings do not have to follow that regulation. Some may, but it's not a guarantee. So again, make sure you are reading the fine print before you hit book. Now, most flights are non-refundable. You can buy refundable flights, but they will cost more on most airlines. Know that those low fare economy tickets, those, you know, the cheapest tickets available are mostly 100% non-refundable. There is no rebooking option. There is no option to pay a fee to rebook those. So again, read the fine print. Be sure when you're making your bookings that you make note of your cancellation policies as well as any final cancellation dates. Note those on your calendar and keep all communications that you have for any bookings as proof for a paper trail just in case you need them. If you booked with miles or points, I have a link in the show notes to NerdWallet. They have a terrific article to help you recoup those if you have to make a cancellation. Your next tip is to cancel things as early as possible. If you know your trip won't be happening, 
begin canceling your plans. This gives the hotel, the cruise, the flight time to resell your ticket. And if you've purchased a non-refundable item, some places will offer a partial refund if they can resell the ticket that you have canceled. So do make sure that you are handling any cancellations as early as possible. Now remember, even on something that is a non-refundable ticket, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. It never hurts to ask. This past December, I had to cancel a planned trip over the Christmas holidays due to a severe accident my dad was involved in, and our accommodation deposit was non-refundable, but I needed to call and cancel anyway so we weren't charged for the whole trip. And when I explained the situation, our deposit was actually refunded to us as a goodwill gesture gesture so again if you don't ask the answer is always no now this next tip kind of goes against what others do um, recommend I always say email first others will say to call first but the reason I say to email first is because it gives you a paper trail you always want to have a paper trail when dealing with money. And if you are calling, you get a he said, she said kind of situation where your notes need to match their notes if they have them, if they have recorded the conversation. So I always recommend a polite email stating your need to cancel as a first step. And then you can ask to either rebook for a future stay or for a refund. Now, many travel companies will send a form letter in response to your email. Don't let that stop you. Follow the chain of command until you reach someone who can help. If you're not sure who to contact, there is a link here in the show notes to Elliot.org. It's a consumer advocacy group, and they have a list of contacts on their website that is really, really helpful. If you must call, be sure to get full names, employee numbers, a tracking code if they have one for you, every bit of information for that conversation. Write down the date and the time of the call and be sure that your notes are just incredibly detailed because those are going to come in handy if there is a discrepancy. Now, when you're canceling a reservation, you always want to be polite. A little kindness goes a long way. So don't get upset. It's it's a trying situation. Nobody wants to cancel a vacation, but adding the stress of frustration or anger when you're not getting the answer you want is not going to help your case. Always, always, always be polite. Do remember that sometimes a company is unable to offer a cash refund but they may be able to allow for rebooking at a future date or booking for a different product that they have. So if a cash refund is not possible, have an alternative already in mind that will work for you. And again, be sure to keep those notes. Now, finally, I want to mention travel insurance. Um, you know, insurance is kind of a dirty word. Nobody wants to really think about it. But anytime you're dealing with money, you need to think about the risk involved. Um, you know, how much will you lose if the trip has to be canceled? And can you afford to take that loss if you don't have a way to rebook or recoup? Travel insurance policies cost an average to 4 to 8% of your trip cost. It's really not a lot of money. 
I have a full article, Do You Need Travel Insurance for Your Ireland Vacation? Again, it's listed and linked in the show notes. But in that article, I offer suggestions on how to analyze your risk level, as well as how to figure out the travel coverage that you may already have through credit cards or even your own personal homeowner's renter's insurance. Now, a few things to remember about travel insurance. The policies can be booked anytime prior to your trip, but you want to book it sooner rather than later. Most travel insurance policies cover pre-existing conditions that are under control if you buy the policy very soon after booking. You'll find hundreds, if you do a search, hundreds of travel insurance products available and no two policies are completely alike, so you do have to do your homework. Now, personally, I recommend a policy that includes cancel for any reason coverage. While this coverage only reimburses about 75% of your vacation cost, you can cancel for any reason at all, including the coronavirus, which as a known event is excluded from most cancellation policies. Now, for this type of policy, I use SquareMouth, which is a travel insurance aggregator. You can um, access the site at irelandfamilyvacations.com backslash square mouth, one word, just like it sounds, square mouth. Um, and you can use that policy or that aggregator to search policies using filters like cancel for any reason, medical, or even work-related cancellation coverages. So do your research on travel insurance. And if you're laying out a lot of money for a vacation, it just makes sense. So I hope that these tips have maybe given you a little bit of peace of mind if you do have travel coming up for this summer and you're getting a little nervous about possibly putting yourself in a metal tube to fly across the ocean. Um, remember, Ireland right now is at a level one. It is very safe to visit. There is not a concentrated outbreak and you just want to take proper precautions for health as you would at any other time. So thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you did, please pop over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Android and leave a five-star review. If you can't leave a review on your podcast app, I would really love it if you would visit the Ireland Family Vacations Facebook page and leave a review there, or take a screenshot and tag me at Ireland Family Vacations on Instagram with a few kind words. As always, you can email me directly, jody at irelandfamilyvacations.com. And until next time, Slán Gafol.